This is the Patriot Radio News Hour for Monday, August the 12th, 2019. Now, due to some technical difficulties, we're going to pick up the Patriot Radio News Hour already in progress. A few weeks ago, I played you a clip from Steve Leisman. Remember, he is on the idiot box, a CNBC commentator. He is their Federal Reserve expert. And, and he said right on TV, is this going to be the end of the Fed? It was talking about what the Fed was worried about. Not that Jay Powell was going to be fired. Not that Jay Powell was going to be demoted. But that if the Fed messes this up, is this it for the central bank? That has now been echoed. I'll tell you about that. I'll tell you who's saying it now. This is start. You know, it's one thing. You know, when you have a vote, you got to have a first. You know, somebody makes a motion, right? You got to have the first and then the second, right? Well, guess what? We got the first and we got the second now. I'll tell you about that. Friday, I told you about the research done by Bank of America and and specifically having to do with the United States Treasury markets. By the way, Treasury's falling again, right? So they they saved it, uh, and now Treasury's back in the one sixes and falling. And Bank of America warned that we're going to have a problem. We cannot possibly sell all of the treasuries that need to be sold. And the Federal Reserve is clueless. On Friday, I told you about how the Federal Reserve asked for Bank of America to send them the research. This morning, and I don't know if it was this morning or if it was over the weekend, there's now a second. J.P. Morgan is now out saying, hey, guess what? And I don't know if they did their own research or if they just called B of A and said, hey, send that over here. (laughs) Send me that email. CC me on that email you sent to the Federal Reserve. And announced that the central bank is going to be forced into quantitative easing before the end of the year, and that they're going to be forced to buy the treasury market because there is no way that the amount of treasury offerings, remember, they already announced, what was that, three, four weeks ago, hey, we want to we increase the debt by 8 114 billion dollars in the next six months on top of that we got to roll over all that other debt on top of that debt and, and now we have the i would say right who are the two major banks in the u.s right jp morgan b of a right then you know city uh wells fargo coming out and saying dude we, and again i hate to say it folks it's just math can't be done. 800 951 0592. 
Patriot Radio News Hour. We'll be back right after the break. 800-951-0592. That is our toll-free number. Uh, one ounce American Gold Eagles at 1525 It's $20 over spot right now. Uh, rolls of junk silver quarters. We call it junk silver. Uh, Pre-1965 silver quarters. You get 40 of them in a roll. You get 40 quarters. 7.15 ounces of silver. Uh, $122 a roll. And spot. Right, seventeen oh six right now is the spot price that works out. If you took a blowtorch to those forty quarters, uh, you'd have seven point one five ounces of it, or seventeen dollars and six cents to the ounce. Uh, so you got gold eagles at twenty dollars over spot, silver quarters at spot at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Back up the truck. Just telling you now. You know, they talk, I'm hearing a lot about uh, the cliff. Right, we're getting closer to the edge. Right, the economy's slowing down globally. Right, we still have the, hey, it's still good here. Here's the problem with that. It's good here till it's not, right? And, and the problem is it always catches us by surprise. Here's another great example. So, One River Asset Manager, Eric Peters, wrote an op-ed. And he wanted to know, when is a reporter going to ask Jay Powell, the head of our Federal Reserve, if he is going to be the last Fed chairman? Now, remember, I told you about Leesman. Okay. Now it's starting to get serious. Because, listen, these guys know. They, you're, I know. You want to you wanna hear it on the idiot box. Well, I called my financial planner, and he said that's never going to happen. Let me, get, let me tell you this right now. Your financial planners are idiots. And, and I don't mean, you know what, I mean it, but I don't. They all mean well. Well. That's not true either. A lot of them are really good people and, and good at their jobs, but, but they don't do the research, especially not the research I do here. But here's what he was talking about. He brought us back to September 2007. Now, that was the first time that the Federal Reserve, Ben Bernanke, was the chairman. I'll never forget this, ever. It's one of the things that's kind of etched in stone in my brain. Because in August, the Federal Reserve, Ben Bernanke, was talking about, hey, we're still raising rates. The interest rates, by the way, at that time were five and a quarter. All of a sudden, here comes September 2007, one month later, after Ben Bernanke was, you know, remember, it was just a subprime problem, right? Remember that? There's a little froth in the market. Remember that one? 
They cut rates by 50 basis points and brought it down, brought the Fed's funds rate down to 475. By the way, 15 months later, so not even a year and a half, a year and a quarter later, the rates were at zero. This is how fast it moves. And, of course, this was, listen, we were on the cliff then, right? Dow was seemingly all-time highs. matter of fact, the Dow had an all-time high in 08. Right? Think about that. Think about how similar it really is. Right? We're in the midst of the worst financial crisis we had seen since the Great Depression, and all of these guys missed it. And it all went away, and now we've started again. But we weren't at five and a quarter. We were really at, what, two and a quarter? So when you start to think about how negative we're going to go, I think think you'd be very, very negative. But that was then, this is now. The Fed has historically cut rates by 550 basis points. In other words, it was 8%, right? And we took it down to 2.5, right? It was 7%, 1.5, right? This and that. It was 5 and a quarter, we went to zero. Of course, now we only have 200 basis points left. And he asked the question, when will a reporter finally ask, now that, this, now that central banks are becoming impotent, right? wouldn't it be great if we could just give them some Cialis or Viagra? Here you go. <laughs> Doesn't work that way. Politicians are taking over. Will Jay Powell be America's last independent Federal Reserve Chairman? People don't talk like this unless there's some big problem coming. That's why I told you, back up the truck. Listen, gold's at all-time record highs in, I don't know, 70, 80, 90 countries. Right, and it's coming here. We're at six years high. Don't worry, we're, we're going to be there. Then J.P. Morgan. They were following up on what Bank of America had to say. Think about this. Jay Powell in June. Was it June, July? Actually, I'm sorry, July. Begrudgingly cut interest rates, right? Remember that. Oh, I don't know. I'm going to do it. But, I, you know, it's an insurance cut. Right? Remember that? It's an insurance one. We're, we're taking out a little insurance. And all of his idiot buddies. You know, remember, two people dissented said we shouldn't have cut it all. And, and all of them are talking, oh, you know, one guy, oh, I got a pencil out for maybe one more cut. right? And everyone's trying to act like it's all great over there. Really? 
I just had two people say, is this, the, is this it for the central bank? Now I've just got the biggest bank in the world. Well, actually, I think China has it. But for our argument, J.P. Morgan now saying, I don't know what they were thinking. Forget about quantitative tightening. We're going to have QE4 before the end of the year. Here's what they said. They said in regards to the urgent request from the Federal Reserve about the details of the analysis presented by Bank of America to which the Fed was, uh, was about to be hit with a major liquidity drain as the Treasury unshackled from the limits of debt ceiling constraints Right. Remember, we were on emergency funding, right? And that was, hey, shuffle the books around, this, that, the other, and we are going to run out, right? The, the book shuffling was coming to an end. And at that point, the Treasury wouldn't be able to issue enough debt. They wouldn't be able to service the debt, right? That's the debt ceiling, the debt limit, of course. How did they fix the debt ceiling problem? Oh, that's right. With a lot more debt. Now they say the Treasury, which was down to about $130 billion. Right? That's not very much. That's, that's sad that I say that's not very much. But it's not very much. Matter of fact, uh, that would have paid off the entire U.S. debt and left change before World War II, <laughs> right? I mean, just to put it in perspective, uh, they need to replenish, and they need to get the balance sheet just for the Treasury, you know, department to three hundred and fifty billion dollars over the next two months. And that was the Treasury in its own filing said that's what they're doing. And they started to talk about Bank of America's analysis and that the Fed may be forced to launch quantitative easing as soon as the fourth quarter to provide the market with the liquidity needed. Well, apparently this was something the Federal Reserve uh, wasn't thinking about, I guess. I mean... They weren't even, it wasn't even on the radar screen. In addition to uh, liquidity draining, quantitative tightening, remember that's the thing they just ended. The central bank seemingly, this is J.P. Morgan, not me, seemingly unaware of the need to return to quantitative easing. Obviously, something the, the Trump administration has been talking about, right? Think about it. They say that Bank of America's analysis was one of various factors cited for the dramatic rebound in the markets starting on Tuesday, right? Which we had that three-day, that was the Treasury market, right? Uh, and, of course, I told you that's all been washed away. It's no longer 
just B of A now. In other words, people are like, oh, no, it's fine, don't worry. B of A, they're a bunch of crackpots. No longer just them now. That the Fed may be forced into quantitative easing to to replenish the sudden drain in interbank liquidity that would accompany such a dramatic cash rebuild by the Treasury. According to the latest flows and liquidity reports from J.P. Morgan now, so, so they're sitting there and they're trying to tell the Federal Reserve, hey, there's not enough buyers. By the way, Thursday, we had a 10-year auction. I think it was Thursday. Maybe it was Wednesday. It was the lowest bid to cover I'd ever seen. The Dow actually, I don't know if the Dow was up that day. It may have been flat, but they pretended like it didn't happen. The bid to cover got down to 2.2. I've never seen a bid to cover that low And according to the research by J.P. Morgan, the bid-to-cover ratio is going to fall well below 2% and that the central bank needs to do something. There's not enough liquidity in the market and basically saying, hey, we can't buy it all. Bank of America can't buy it all. You're going to need to buy it. They say that liquidity is going to continue to tighten in the U.S. banking system. See what I'm talking about there? I'm not talking about necessarily the treasury market, the banking system in general. Where the banks are going to be forced to be like, hey, listen, we've only got enough cash to do one or the other. We can either buy treasuries or we can buy each other's debt, but we can't do both. Get ready for new all-time record highs coming in gold. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily broadcast from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, a national volunteer organization founded by Phyllis Schlafly and continuing to uphold her legacy by opposing radical feminism and representing a traditional conservative perspective in our nation's capital. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. For months, the crisis on America's southern border has been dominated by families with children from the so-called Northern Triangle of Central America. That's Guatemala, Honduras, and El Salvador. Arriving at the rate of 100,000 per month since January, Central Americans have swamped the facilities, resources, and ability of officials to cope with the influx. Please do not make yourselves too comfortable, President Trump tweeted last month about this influx of migrants, because you'll be leaving soon. He followed up a week later with another tweet announcing that ICE will begin the process of removing millions of illegal aliens who found their way into the United States. They will be removed as fast as they come in. But to the surprise of border agents, many hundreds of migrants from Africa are pouring over the border also. They do not speak Spanish, adding a new headache to our border patrol trained in that language. No one is quite sure who is paying for the African migrants to traverse the ocean and then typically hop a free ride to get close to our border. Many hail from the Democrat Republic of Congo, the second largest nation by area in all of Africa. 
Congo has a massive population of 81 million people, which is comparable to that of Germany and more than that of Great Britain or France. The people of war-torn Congo have many reasons to flee for a more peaceful land, but why to our country that is many thousands of miles and an ocean away from them? Well, the state of Maine is their destination, because its democratic politicians have been aggressively attracting asylum seekers from Congo. Maine's cold climate and diet of lobster is not exactly a perfect fit for refugees from the mostly landlocked, distant country of Congo. Yet this is the insanity that goes on as Democrats who control Maine want to prop up their census count and enhance their political strength. Maine once had eight congressional districts, but that has dwindled to merely two amid smaller population growth than southern states. And Democrats see illegal immigration as a way to boost their numbers. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Illegal immigration burdens our schools and social services and opens doors to criminals and terrorists. Outdated visa programs divert jobs from Americans. PhyllisSchlafly.com chronicles these outrageous unfair practices and provides answers. Go online to PhyllisSchlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. 800-951-0592. Gold's up 10 bucks. 1506, 1507. Silver's up uh, 10 cents here at uh, 1706. Rolls of silver quarters uh, at spot here. Uh, you're $122 a roll on U.S. Uh, pre 1965 quarters. So you're going to get 40 quarters in the roll uh, at $122 a roll at 800 nine five one zero five nine two uh one ounce american gold eagles are at 15 and a quarter so you're thinking what is i mean 18 bucks uh over spot uh got a handful of 20 dollars don't got a lot of 20 but i got a handful of 20 dollar gold uh at 15 20 uh, if you're interested in that as well 800 Nine five one zero five nine two. Listen, I know it's a little complicated. Here's the long and the short of it. There's not enough liquidity. There's not enough money to buy all the debt. And now, over the weekend, uh, kind of like what we do here. You know how here uh, we dust off all the old Fed chairmen's Remember, we had, what was it, just a couple weeks ago, we had Paul Volcker and Alan Greenspan and Ben Bernanke and Janet Yellen all saying, no, no, we need to stay private. I'm going to tell you right now. You think we need to stay private right now? You think we need to be private? I mean, if if Bank of America and, and, and J.P. Morgan Chase is to be believed, The central bank didn't even know what was happening. And you know what? The the J.P. Morgan report was huge. Huge. And they talked about reserves. Uh, That's the money that they park at the central bank at the end of every night. Remember, and I share this with you, the central bank pays them for that. And it's been declining rapidly and jp morgan's like it's not because we don't want to put it why everybody puts every dollar they have there 
Because, hey, you, you pay us to do it. So it's not like we're just not doing it because. And they just simply said, listen, we've been the ones buying the freaking debt market. And we're out. And now you're sitting there saying another $814 billion and, and, and just the Treasury alone needs to get $220 billion ASAP. And they're like, hey, there's not that much liquidity to do it. You're going to need to launch QE4. And and then at the same time, China over the weekend. See, they got former central bankers too. You know, like us. They dusted those guys off. And guess what they said? Hey, guess what, dummies? We're not done. What, you think uh, the want, the renembi, whatever you want to call it, uh, over seven is done? Well, that, that We're just getting started. By the way, Citigroup, J.P. Morgan, Society General, all say the wand is heading uh, between 7.3 to 7.5. I think it could go to 8. But they, they weren't talking about that. Mm-mm. They were talking about the treasuries China still owns. Saying, hey, we, you on a trade war, let's go. Get ready, we're going to dump. So now think about this. We already can't handle the $814 billion in the next six months. How are we going to handle after that? Even if we did, let's just say somehow uh, we squeaked by. We got to do this every every month, every six months, oh, another $800 billion. How about $900 billion? How about a trillion? And now you factor in... China saying, we'll sell our trillion. No, they've got a trillion. What would that do to the market? And it would have an effect I think most people wouldn't like. Rates wouldn't go down. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what would happen. What happens at the auction when there's not enough buyers? The rate doesn't go lower. The rate goes higher. Matter of fact, it keeps going higher until somebody wants to buy it. See, that's how it works. So I'm not, I, I don't know, but I. this is really what Bank of America and, and J.P. Morgan are warning about. Listen, Fed. Uh, get your butt back to zero and get quantitative easing four out. Okay? Because if you don't buy this stuff, forget about hitting new all-time lows on 10-year notes. Remember what happened last week? I told you about that tail at that 10-year note auction when not enough. Remember, that was a bid to cover of 2.2. 
Most of the auction got filled at a debt of what one five three, one five four, one five five, and all of a sudden they ran out of buyers. One five six, nobody. One five seven, one five eight, one five nine, one six, one six five, one six six, one six eight, one seven, one seven five before they finally found enough. Now think about every auction being that way. All of a sudden, the, tomorrow's the next auction. One seven. One seven five. One eight. No, one eight five, one nine, two, two and a half, three, three and a half, four. Right? Until what? So here's what I'm very confident about. Quantitative easing four is coming. Uh, China is on record now saying, hey, we're not done. The Global Times with their article this over the weekend saying the whole rest of the world doesn't get it. The resolve of China to win this thing is unrelenting. And that just puts us in a bad spot, doesn't it? I mean, not that the housing market's great, but what would happen to the housing market if all of a sudden mortgage rates went to 6, 7, 8%? Picture Radio News Hour. We'll be back after the break. 800-951-0592. I wish I had better news. I want it to be better. It's here. You may not have felt it yet, but trust me, some of your neighbors are already feeling it. And it's spreading again. This was uh, St. Louis Federal Reserve um, talking about uh, farm loans. A review by the uh, FDIC, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation. You know that fake corporation? Well, it's not fake. It's a real corporation. Doesn't have any money to actually guarantee anybody two hundred and fifty grand. But go ahead and believe it. They issued their quarterly report that reveals that delinquency rate rates for commercial agriculture loans in both the real estate and non-real estate lending sectors are skyrocketing. Okay, so that's the land, loans on the land, and then what? Loans on the equipment. Uh, They said 2.5% of commercial real estate loans in agriculture were 30 days or more past due. That was in Q1. So this is old promise you that number's higher already. By the way, well above the historic average. Historic average, about 2, 2, two 1, 2, 2. And again, this was first quarter. They said the uh, lenders on non-real estate loans, 30 days or more past due, jumped 1.5% in the last quarter. That's 
enormous. Also trending well above their historic averages. Delinquency rate for commercial lenders hasn't been this high since 2013. Delinquency rates for agriculture loans are, well, not at crisis levels yet. Are trended well above their historic averages. And according to the St. Louis Federal Reserve, a lot more pain to come. Uh, Obviously, it's been a horrible year, right? All the rain all the crops not being planted, throw on uh, the news from China, right, the trade news from China, farmers not being able to catch a break, uh, profits down 45%. Man, how do you survive on that? You don't. Farm incomes expected to be significantly lower in 2019. Record floods, devastating uh, huge amounts of the land, about two-thirds of agriculture banks surveyed, said their farm clients were severely affected by flooding or other adverse weather conditions throughout the summer. Notice what they didn't talk about. They didn't even say trade war. Farm incomes in regions for the Midwest uh, continue uh, to be somewhat stable because of higher corn prices because they couldn't plant. I guess if you could plant, you could get some. Uh, But they said that uh, yields have been bad. Uh, Bankers surveyed, that was the Kansas City Fed. Uh, Rain in the Midwest added more pain. Heavily indebted farmers dealing with low commodity prices. And now all export channels into China have completely been halted. So there you go. Uh, Cargo Inc., Archer, Daniels, Midland, uh, some of the other companies, these are the companies uh, saying that shipments are down dramatically all across the board uh, when it comes to the farmers out there. And again, just another one, right? We, we're like, okay, truckers, farmers, right? How soon... Uh, until, right, it's everybody out there. Uh, Final segment, when we get to the final segment, uh, I'll give you the personal bankruptcies. Uh, Oh, well, you know what, I can do it right now. Uh, Do it right now. So that was the farmers. We know about the truckers. This is out of the New York Post. Bankruptcies are back. Flashing warning signs that more Americans knee-deep in debt in big cities like New York. Here's the problem. Everybody's been forced to move to the big cities. Total bankruptcies petitions nationwide by consumers and businesses, while still below, well below the Great Recession levels, They say there is an unmistakable trend upwards. New York State bankruptcy filings, for instance, have risen steadily over the past three years. They said that uh, bankruptcy filings have now exceeded 35,000 in 2008 and at 34,711. Yeah, get ready. A whole lot more of those are coming. 
They said that the bankruptcy filings uh, find an overwhelming amount of debt loads. The low unemployment rate and the quote-unquote uptick in average wages and the latest Fed interest rate cut have not restrained the debt monster. Cash traps consumers are finding relief at food pantries. In high-cost cities like New York, personal incomes often not enough to pay for household bills. I mean, I don't know. It just goes on and on. uh, The data, U.S. bankruptcy filings jumped 3% from July of 18 to July of 19. And that, that is just significant. Bankruptcy filings on pace to hit 800,000 here in the U.S. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow's down 285 points. The S&P's down 25. The Nasdaq's down 57. Uh, gold's up nine and a half dollars, fifteen oh six. Silver, uh, seventeen dollars and six cents. Uh, silver's up, oh, about thirteen cents, give or take. Uh, rolls a silver quarter. This is the deal of a lifetime. Uh, never imagine government hallmarked silver. U.S. government hallmarked silver. That spot. Uh, on silver quarters, rolls of silver quarters. Uh, they're $122 a roll. If you've never bought from us, we're not like anybody else out there. It's so simple. Uh, just call the 800 number. Tell Arlene. Uh, Arlene's filling in. Wendy's on vacation. Tell Arlene, hey, Arlene, I'd like the special. I'd like that silver quarter special. And she's just going to a- ask you one question. How many would you like? And you just tell her. And then she's going to give you a price. You guys decide how you're going to pay for it. Uh, we have offices here in Phoenix and in Denver. Uh, so if you uh, want to pick up, you can save on the shipping. Otherwise, uh, shipping's $35. And no, it's not us. Listen, we lose money on shipping. I'll just tell you. Uh, the post office, did, did you see they lost $2 billion more billion in the last quarter? Uh, and yet, uh, shipping costs, I think when I started... I think it was $8 for registered insured. Eight. Now it's 35 and I lose money. Uh, 800-951-0592. By the way, I'll get that online, too. I'll put the quarters online. Um, So that way, if you don't believe me how easy it is, uh, I'll let you uh, order them online. That way, you don't even have to talk to anybody. Uh, by the way, I've got Gold Eagles uh, at fifteen and a quarter. I got twenty dollars Libs and twenty dollars Saints at uh, one thousand five twenty. Uh, both of those items are, are, are online as well. Uh, and as soon as I get off the air here, I'll put the quarters on. Uh, we still got almost one hundred and fifty rolls of silver quarters left. Uh, by the way, man, it's so funny. I uh, just saw I was on Kidco a second ago during the break. Uh, Goldman Sachs raising their gold price again. Uh, now saying uh, sixteen hundred dollars in the next six months. So if Goldman says sixteen, how much is it really going to be? 
17, 18, right? How, how high is silver going? Remember, silver, big week last week. Broke resistance. Look for a, a, a really nice silver run. Uh, of course, now, though, all bets are off. Bank of America uh, and, and J.P. Morgan Chase now saying it's almost a given that the Fed is going to have to start QE4 before the end of the year. Uh, and again, even if they get through the end of the year, very quickly it's going to be there. 800-951-0592. Uh, that is our, our toll-free number. Take the time. Uh, put them away. Uh, go to allamericangold.com. Uh, click on the shopping cart button, and you can order online from there as well. Everyone take care. Have a great day. We'll talk again tomorrow.